Hi, welcome back to Friend Crush with Amber Akilla. This is my video series where I talk about stuff and things, cute, chaotic, and critical thinking. Today's episode is a special 2024 Valentine's Day mix and Q&A. I'm going to play some songs, love, lust, and loathing vibe. The other previous mixes I've done on this theme are on my SoundCloud. And I'm going to answer questions that I've made a note of from various lives I've done recently. Let's get into it. I hope everyone's doing well. Uh, First track, Miss Lana Del Rey, In My Feelings. Don't do it, cause you got me in my feet 
Okay, so first question we're gonna answer: How do I know if my standards are truly too high? Is that even such a thing? So I think that the way that I think about standards when it comes to anything, it's like the way that I think about boundaries in any context, not just in romance. These are the things that protect me having a good time, maintain me being hot and having fun. What are the things that I do? To maintain this, and how do I respond to certain situations so that I am maintaining being hot and having fun? So your standards, I think you can adjust them at different stages of your life according to what you're looking for. And I think that if your standards protect you having a good time, like you're having a good time, then your standards are working. If your standards are Kind of, if adhering to your standards is creating like not a fun experience for you, and you feel lonely and bitter and scared and angry, then maybe they need to be adjusted. But I really don't think it's a matter of like high standards or low standards because it actually is relative for everyone. Some people genuinely are okay with things that other people would deem low. So I feel like if you Don't look at it through this like good versus bad lens, but just like, am I having a good time or not? When it comes to the pursuit of the type of life that I want or the type of relationships that I want. If yes, then continue as you were. If no, then consider recalibrating. Um, So for example, like, okay, if I have a certain standard and I'm having a really great time when I'm single, but now I'm thinking, okay, maybe I want to be more open to dating. I sort of, I think it's like you need to put yourself out there and experience new things and then adjust your standards accordingly, not just change your standards for no reason (laughs) and put yourself in compromising positions, you know, like meet new people, connect with new people and then see, okay, are my standards and boundaries working in this situation, working in a way that allows me to have a good time by myself and also with this person or not so much? You know what I mean? Next track. Why make me wait for so long? So long. Brent Fires, make love. Fuck my music. Had a time it's like you ain't there. Here you are. You stopped acting like you care. Take for so long 
to me you are wrong Yeah you are Call me a river Let me stay with you Live with your decision No Darling Lord knows I done gave you all No I won't My money love Smoke like coffee and ice Who even knows your your biggest ick this was asked to me i made a list (laughs) based off like off the dome thoughts and then also uh live participation so lying i hate lying so much like if i catch you in a lie we're done it doesn't matter like what context what type of relationship we have i hate lying i would rather you have the courage to tell me an uncomfortable truth straight up and for me to have to process that and for us to work through it together than to be told a sweet lie because i find out everything whether i want to or not you know like information just comes to me okay people tell me things things pop up in places i don't expect people tell me things i don't expect like i know too much or i always find out and it's just so embarrassing when i have to find out second or third hand especially if it's someone i care about so i hate lying integrity is so important like say what you mean, do what you say. It doesn't mean that you have to follow through on every single thing that you promised if things change, obviously, but personal accountability is so important. Also, ability to self-regulate, emotionally regulate, not making other people responsible for how you feel. You can express how you feel without making it someone else's responsibility to make you feel better or to process that for you. Other people can only support you and like, um soothe you to a degree but we all have to be responsible for how we feel and how we respond to different stimuli experiences circumstances emotional states um someone said double standards double standards also annoy the shit out of me like everyone is contradictory we are walking contradictions essentially as human beings but for someone to say like okay you can't do these things not realize how they do those things or give themselves a pass to do those things. I hate that, you know, especially when people are like, you're too opinionated. And I'm like, well, did you realize that you just expressed your opinion? 
I mean, you say a lot of things I don't agree with and you don't see me getting upset about it, but I say things that you don't agree with and I have to stop saying things. Hell no. $8,000 a month, pay for my silence. (laughs) $80,000 a month, pay for my silence. I will never be silenced. Um, What else? Being treated like an option is also an ick. Like, this is what someone said. They're like, it's either a yes or a no. And I agree. I feel like at the beginning stages of getting to know someone, you know, you don't know each other well enough. But at a certain point, it's like, okay, we're either all in or we're all out because I could do literally anything else other than spend time with you. And to think that I would rather have my time wasted in the presence of someone who's not serious and just be serious in my own life. That's crazy talk. That's crazy talk. Our next song, Hurt by New Jeans. This is Love, Lust and Loathing with Amber Killer. <laughs> question how can you tell the difference between love bombing and genuine love 
So I think that love bombing, it's heady. It's overwhelming. It's like adrenaline and dopamine rush. It's like gorging on fast food. And the emotional response that you're having is disproportionate to the time that you have spent together with this person for them to realistically feel that strongly about you. You know what I mean? Because it's like, okay, I've only known you like three days or we've only been on three dates. It's been a month and now you're like planning our future together. And I literally don't even know like your parents' names. Like, can you relax? That's love bombing. But like the feeling is like so addicting or you've, or you like, it's more like egoic than it is like a soul connection, you know, because you want to be like, oh yeah, like this guy said he wants to marry me, blah, blah, blah. We've only been on two dates, but like, that's, 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 that's kind of a red flag, you know, like now that I've gotten older, I'm like, yeah, maybe don't start planning our future after two dates because I have things that I want to do and you should know about them and consider them when trying to court me, you know, not assuming that I'm just going to run away with you. So the difference is that genuine love is grounded and it takes time to build because it takes time to know someone and to have this mutual extension towards each other, you know. Real love, I think, is not just about like how you feel. It's about your intention and your commitment. And it doesn't just exist in a romantic context. It exists in your friendships. It exists in relationships with your family members. It exists in your working relationships too, because it's not something that only exists in romance. I think being able to neutralize how we understand love is really important. Genuine love, because genuine love takes or genuine love requires for you to share and communicate your reality with someone else, for them to be open to understanding and accepting that and supporting that and vice versa. You need to be open to someone sharing their reality with you and being open and accepting and understanding of that. And sometimes you do that in ways or with people who you might fundamentally disagree with or you might not feel so loving towards, but it is an act of love to do that for someone, right? So also when you're developing genuine love with someone, there's going to be like a little bit of awkwardness. It's not always going to feel great because you kind of can write stories in your head or you have expectations about who someone is or how they're going to be. And maybe they fall short of those expectations, but your genuine love is your commitment to getting to know each other or connecting to each other or being together. So it keeps you grounded, right? It doesn't mean you don't have moments where you're like lustful and it's all heady, etc. But ultimately you return to this like grounded state. But when it's love bombing, it's like you're swinging up and down the emotional scale. It's like a high and then it's a low. And it's like you, you feel like you're being starved of attention when they're not love bombing you. But when it's genuine love, I feel like you can nurture your connection when you're together and then when you're apart you still feel connected to them and you don't feel like you're being starved of something or you're being deprived of something what is this thumbs up (laughs) um you don't feel like you're being deprived of anything and yeah I think that that's the difference between love bombing and genuine love because if you're getting to know someone that you don't know, there's going to be things that maybe you're not as comfortable with, but because you are committed to getting to know each other and connecting, 
you will accept those things. So love bombing makes it feel like there's a shortcut across the awkwardness, but there is no shortcut. You will have to get to know the light and dark parts of someone and decide whether or not you're going to commit to that in any context, whether it's romantic or platonic. So it's like thinking that you could just eat McDonald's every day and then not experience any health consequences from that. You've skipped the line of having to like manage your health and your diet, but obviously the consequences come later versus if you commit to a healthy balanced diet, not every day is going to taste as good as McDonald's or whatever your junk food of choice is but you've committed to having a balanced diet and you work through the discomfort and ultimately the benefits of that outweigh the discomfort that you experience in that process. And I feel like that's similar to the difference between love bombing and like limerence and cathexis and genuine love. Genuine love should make you feel grounded and safe, not like you're on a roller coaster ride. You know what I mean? Okay, so next song Girlfriend by Alicia Keys. You know, crazy story. I was like kind of dating this guy, and it was like I could tell that there was distance forming between us. And then this song, I started becoming really obsessed with it and I was like I bet there's like some other girl that he's not telling me about and then when we did eventually properly speak of course there was the universe is sending you signs
sending you signals you just gotta pay attention right so like in this situation I was like okay there's definitely something up I'm not really invested in this anymore anyway I think we definitely need to have a discussion about this and sure enough we did I wasn't jealous of the new girl at all but this does bring me to a new question. In fact, I thought that he was more compatible with her than with me anyway, so it was fine. Our time had come to an end. But I did have a question that was, why do women compare themselves to the next girl that someone dates? I mean, I think that this is human nature, not necessarily gender exclusive. One thing is if you are the person that's been broken up with and you don't feel like you have closure, I feel like maybe in those cases people think that, okay, maybe if they can understand or know more about the person that they're seeing now that they feel replaced by, that that can give them more insight or closure into the person that broke up with them. But I think it's more about radical acceptance in that case. Blind by Scissor. Niggas want me to get ratchet, niggas want me to attack it Put the hood on, all they calling me Cassius Mind you like Bob Saget, greedy I can't pass it Eating everything, nigga, no fasting I don't care how much you knew me in the past tense I ain't no Julia Stiles, this ain't no last dance Way past it, way Fucking on my ex cause he validate me Fucking up a check, I don't want no receipt Mind get possessed, let my space speak freely Hey my past can't escape me, my pussy precedes me Why my how the times change? I'm still playing the victim and you still playing to pick me It's so embarrassing, all of the things I need living inside of me I can't see it, it's so embarrassing All of the love I see living inside of me I can't see I'm blind Calm down, she could be worse, never say that I don't want pipe down, rather get payback Mama told me never shit where you lay at I don't want righteousness, I hurt too much I lost too much, I lost too much I hit 
my clutch and room Third day, pop out the tune I like when you put your gun at the red light I like all that violence, give me dysfunction I like when you come, never stay the whole night Better when you hide, never tell me I'm wrong Cause my past can't escape me My pussy precedes me Why my how the times change? You still talking about babies And I'm still taking a plan B it's so embarrassing All of the things I need Living inside of me I can't see it It's so embarrassing All of the love I see Living inside of me I can't see I'm blind question dealing with someone who's confused about what they want I had someone also asking a live like they were talking to someone at the moment and they are talking to someone at the moment and they said that the guy was like yeah I'm also talking to this other girl blah 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 like what should she do and for me because one of my ex is not being taken seriously or being an option, I would just say, yeah, I'm talking to other guys too. Let's just see what happens, you know. Don't make yourself too available to someone who thinks that you should just be waiting around for him. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, let me decide between all these options that I have. Well, you have options too, which include being hot and having fun, solo or with some other guy until this guy gets his shit together you know like I don't know I just find it difficult to like someone or invest in someone who is not making like genuine efforts and attempts towards me you know if that's the type of place that I'm in you know for example like someone said why do men want to be chased now I'm like because they're in their princess era and also I feel like guys who want to be chased by women there's some like underlying self-esteem identity masculinity issue there and I'm not advocating for toxic masculine ideas I'm just saying that men who feel confident in themselves relative to the girl that they're interested in they don't need to be chased by that girl you know what I mean? Like whether it's a chemical thing, the testosterone or like a conditioning thing. I just don't think that men want to be chased. Men that are in a healthy headspace, I don't think they want to be chased. I think they want to feel like they are initiating. But this is – and like – then there was like a guy who was saying, well, I'm, I don't like toxic, I don't like like these masculine ideas and I want there to be mutual interest. Yeah, that's different to being chased by a woman. Okay. A woman being able to indicate that she's interested in you when you're interested in her is fundamentally different to a chasing dynamic. Okay. And I think that for anyone that wants to be in a healthy relationship, it's not about being chased. You know, you want to be pursued and you want to have the opportunity to reciprocate. But I don't think this chasing thing, chasing, I think is over romanticized because 
Like what happened to consent, you know? I think it's weird to want to have to like overly prove yourself to somebody too. So to me, it's more about initiating and about reciprocal effort and interest. If you are interested in someone who is not reciprocating, then find another someone, you know, or just do anything else so that you can actually assess whether this person adds value to your life or not. Like, do you have a better time with them or have you just created, imagined a better time with them in your mind because you're bored in other areas of your life? You know, once you've entertained yourself and you feel like a sense of accomplishment by participating in your hobbies, by being present in your other relationships and in your work, then you can have more clarity around whether being romantically involved with someone or romantically investing in a relationship is actually bettering your life or worsening it. Sugar babes, hole in the head. But late at night when I'm feeling blue I saw my ass before I think of you
cut out i'm gonna cry um let's do the next question (laughs) so any advice on how to stop gaslighting yourself only to realize later you were right very important to have self-care grounding practices i feel as you get older maybe some people can just emotionally regulate without doing any of these things but i think that it's pretty difficult to manage living in this kind of modern society without having at least a meditation or like an exercise or like a walking routine or something. Um, So for me, it's like thought dumping, journaling, writing positive self affirmations, exercising, um, all of these things I think help me to ground myself so that I'm more aware of like the little signals and the intuitive you know uh hints that I might get so if I was dating someone new or entering any new situation I would like record how I'm feeling and what I'm thinking and making a note of anything that stands out I don't journal with the intention or the assumption that I'm going to read it ever again but having a record helps and I think like 
when you know how to be alone and comfortable and happy in your own company, then it's much easier to be aware of how you feel around other people and whether that is something, whether you're feeling insecure because of you or because they are triggering some kind of insecurity or it's just not the vibe that you want, right? Like when we look at that high and low vibes, like spectrum thing that I drew, um, when you have maintained your vibes, other vibes relative to you being hot and having fun become much clearer, when, especially when they're not in alignment. And then also just being self-compassionate, realizing and knowing that sometimes you're just going to have to make mistakes and you're going to have to learn the hard way. Sometimes it's not a flop or a sleigh, it's just a lesson. And there are so many things that you just wouldn't know unless you learned the hard way. And being self-compassionate, accepting and forgiving your former self, recognizing that you just did what you could with the information that you had and now being aware of that, you have the privilege of new information that you can take into your next experience. You don't want to make the same mistake twice. Even if you did, you would still be self-compassionate. Live, laugh, love and slay. <laughs> this is The Truth by Handsome Modeling, Handsome Boy Modeling School and featuring Royce and Murphy and Jay Live.
Than the jaws of a gator Stenographers are steady logging The jargon that your counselors are barking In hopes of a plea bargain But when you read back verbatim What they're saying to persuade them You realize exactly how I play them I come with the truth, whole truth And nothing but Cause the truth hurts just as much as fucking with live will I prove skill with refills From now until Plagiarizing MCs Get their flows distilled Boy Modeling School featuring Royce and Murphy and J-Live. What do you think about men who romanticize hyper-independent women? I think that those men are just little boys. Romanticizing hyper-independent women is just being lazy, you know? Nothing, oh my god, another ick, when a guy who I like barely even know is future faking or whatever like you know in the future if we had kids like you could keep working and I would be happy to like stay home and look after the baby like bruh slow your roll (laughs) secondly what makes you think I want to have your baby thirdly what makes you think I want to work I work out of necessity not out of like this innate desire fourthly what makes you think I want to financially support you (laughs) fifthly what makes you think that I'd trust you with my baby or that I even think that you're father material or that you've demonstrated any traits that indicate that I should trust you with with children let alone my child 
I feel like romanticization of hyper-independent women is not slay. You should be wanting to make a woman's life easier as a man if you want to be with her. And to, yeah, I just feel like dudes that romanticize, I'm not saying like you respect women who hustle. That's different to romanticizing women who hustle. That means you want them to hustle for you. The same way that girls who romanticize men with a lot of money is because you don't want to spend your own money like and that's fine but that's what it is and that's okay you know I am no longer hyper independent in that way I don't think because I wouldn't enter a relationship where I had to pick up more slack than I was receiving and like another question I had was yeah how do you feel about making the first move initiating and planning dates more often than your partner why would I date a man if I have to put in all the effort to maintain the relationship? It should be a even split or mutual agreement as to how this is going to work. And I'm not going to be the one putting in <laughs> more effort than I'm receiving in return. I'm not saying that it has to be so unequal, like 80-20, but I really enjoy my life as is. I see the benefits of where I put my energy what are the benefits of putting your energy in a relationship that's not reciprocated, where the energy is not reciprocated? Not what's the point of a relationship in general or what's the point of putting energy into a relationship, but what is the point of being, of putting energy into something where you're being taken for granted? That doesn't fly in any situation, friendship, work, or romance, in my opinion. Next track, Koma Asi, Koma Asai, Kaliu Cheese. This is Love, Lust and Loathing with Amber Akilla. Happy Valentine's Day!
Kaliuchis. Okay, final question of this love, lust, and loathing mix and Q and A. What are your thoughts on the line between forgiveness and settling? So forgiveness is, okay, I accept what has happened. I accept the apology and I'm ready to move on and I'm not going to bring this up anymore. We're starting a new chapter and we're moving from this. I'm not going to weaponize what's happened against you, okay? Settling is, all right, I'm going to pretend that I'm okay with everything because, you know, I I can't accept what happened, but I'm not willing to lose this person or whatever. And I will weaponize this against you in the future at some point. You know, obviously that's not what's said, but that's kind of the intention of settling, you know, like, okay, I can't accept what happened. I can't forgive you, but this is going to affect everything from now on you know that's why I don't believe in forgive and forget (laughs) I forgive my former self for not knowing better but whether I forgive another person or not is neither here nor there in my opinion like to me I find it very difficult to see past disrespect and just any like being taken for granted or not being considered with the consideration that I give someone else, to me, it's not worth forgiving and forgetting. It's not worth settling either. It's just goodbye. <laughs> because I, I can't guarantee that I wouldn't let the way that someone mistreated me affect the way that I saw them moving forward, you know? So yeah, I personally don't believe in forgive and forget because I'm very intentional with my friendships and my relationships. And if that isn't reciprocated and respected, then I don't see the point in continuing. Like if people demonstrate that they don't get it or they don't appreciate it or they can't show grace towards that, in such an egregious way that I have to stop communicating with them, cut them off. I don't think there's anything, I don't think there's any way to go back from that because that really to me just exposes an underlying incompatibility that you weren't conscious of or you weren't ready to be conscious of until that point because in other relationships or friendships, it's like, yeah, there's conflict, there's disagreement, but we move on. We don't need for it to come to a head. We don't need to disrespect each other in recognizing and accepting each other's differences. That's the difference between people that can emotionally regulate and have self-awareness and people who are still working on it. And you, you can really only support someone so much if they're not able to meet you at your level of self-awareness or at least make genuine attempts to, in my opinion. So yeah, forgiveness is you're ready to move on. I guess whether with that person or without, you know, I can forgive in that sense, like the without (laughs) and then settling is you don't forgive. You can't forgive. You can't let go. You're going to pretend in order to maintain this attachment, but you will be weaponizing 
that event against them forever. So choose yourself and choose your health. Final track, Use Your Heart by... SWV, sorry, I was almost going to say SVW. SWV, use your heart. Thank you for tuning in to the first Love, Lust and Loathing Q&A episode. Friend Crush with Amber Akilla. Season 6 is going to be on its way.
much for tuning in to this edition of Love, Lust and Loathing. Happy Valentine's Day. I did have a question that was asking, how do you spend Valentine's Day alone? I mean, just treat it like any other day. I feel like if you're in a relationship, you want every day to be intentional like Valentine's Day. Is that so much to ask? Um, But yeah, if you're by yourself, you know, you can relax, enjoy the fact that you're single and you don't have to worry about whether your partner or you are living up to each other's like expectations on this day. You can write a list of all the traits that you're looking for in your ideal partner. You can watch some corny rom-coms. You can hang out with your friends. I mean, every day is just a day, regardless of whether it's your birthday or if it's Valentine's Day or if it's some other day, you know? So live your life. Stay hot and having fun. Love you. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you drink lots of water. Tell your friends and family you love them. Go be a better person. Follow me on all the things. Thank you for your feedback. Leave a comment. And I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Love you.